Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. I am going to be your host for the next hour. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. Are we live right now? I'm so, I told you, Larry, this is the problem that I'm having. I'm not used to this new, um, you know, this new intro that we have. So I apologize about that. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Shara McNamara, along with my co-host. I don't have Cindy with me this morning, so I hope you're uh, not disappointed by that. I know she's out getting her daughter in Alabama because she goes, her daughter goes to Alabama University, right? Go Bam or something like that. I don't know what their whole, isn't it like... What do they do over in Alabama? Play football. They play football. Anyways, they're a big football team. But we don't have Cindy Ford with us this morning. Uh, but she is in our thoughts. She's picking up Kimmy uh, coming home from school. And Mark and I are going to be traveling up to Vermont today to go get some things from Mackenzie. And then we have Casey coming home. Boy, it's crazy. But we have um, my co-host. One of my co-hosts today is actually Mark McNamara filling in for Cindy Ford. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> I promise I won't make you like do anything embarrassing like sing to me because he sometimes does <laughs> hey girl what's up <laughs> no i'm kidding um we have larry manning the phones right good morning larry morning i'm sorry that I, if i told you the whole intro thing we're gonna have to work on that with me okay <laughs> you'll get used to it i will i will so 781-837-4900 is the phone number here uh so larry will be manning the phones i'm hoping that you will be calling because this is going to be a really good conversation for us today um we have sean cunning on are you desperately looking for a business card yes i hopefully remember <laughs> <laughs> I'll look up your phone number. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Tell me it too. <laughs> I will. So we have Sean Cunning, and you've heard him, Sean on with us before. And Sean, as you know, is from Sullivan Garrity Donnelly, and he is my insurance broker. Is that what we call you? Yeah, insurance? insurance broker. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah awesome. Like yeah. a real estate broker. Yeah. Insurance broker. Yeah, yeah you're my insurance broker. <laughs> so um, we're going to really concentrate on flood um, insurance, and you maybe hopefully give us an update on FEMA and all of that good stuff. But um, 
um, why don't we just start off for people who haven't, I don't know that I've been with you in a while. I know you've done some shows by yourself, maybe even, right? Sure. And I think you were traveling, and I think I did one on my own, and yeah, that's scary. Yeah. No, you did good. <laughs> I remember, because Mackenzie had a volleyball game, so Mark and I mm-hmm. were traveling. Uh, we like to see as many games as we possibly can. We only have a couple of years left of that, and I can't believe we're going to have a senior in college next year. Mm-hmm. So, um, why don't you let everybody know a little bit about you, Sullivan, Garrity, Donnelly, and everything that you guys do, and all your locations. Sure. Okay, so basically, we I work out of our primary, uh, our office, which is in Cohasset, Massachusetts, right down the village. We have uh, six other locations throughout the state, so a pretty good size independent agent. Um, nice part about us is that we represent almost every carrier that does business in the state, so we kind of know where to place certain pieces of business. Mm-hmm. And yeah, due to our coastal location, we just get involved with a lot, a lot of flood issues with, you know, this, right now we're getting a lot of clients getting letters that say, hey, by the way, you're in a flood zone, now you need to purchase flood insurance. Yeah. And it's become uh, stressful for the homeowner, stressful for buyers and sellers, and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and unless you can get your arms around it, it's scaring the buyers away right now on the coastal properties. Yeah, and that's one of the things I did want to talk to you about is, um, you know, the the whole process of people buying houses and what to look for. I know recently uh, one of our agents in our office, um, she had a listing down in Hull. What, what area of Hull is that, Mark? The village. Oh, down in the village. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, they put in the description, no flood insurance needed. So after, you know, they, they got the property under agreement and everything, and I, I sort of had a conversation with the agents because it's a team that's doing it, and I said, we have to be really careful about the way that we sort of say that because mm. does your homeowner not have insurance right now because they don't have a mortgage? Because you don't need it if you don't have a mortgage, correct? Correct. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the next person coming in potentially could need it, right? Right. So the buyer's attorney wanted me to put in writing that I – that I said that there was no home, uh, no flood insurance needed. And I specifically said to this buyer, because I was working with the buyer, um, it wasn't my client, but she came into an open house, so dual agency type thing. And I just said, I, I'm telling you that you need to call Sean Cunning. <laughs> <laughs> Right right from the beginning, I said that, putting in the offer. And I actually had to go back because her attorney was saying that I claimed that they did not necessarily, they did not need insurance. And I went back to my email and I had all your contact information on there that I had forwarded to her on the day that she put the offer in, April 3rd. Mm. So um, there was your face. I have your face in everything. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope it's an old picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a program that we use, actually. You probably don't even know this at Boston Connect. It's called Dot Loop. And down the bottom, it says, you know, our, you know, the preferred professionals that we suggest and refer, and you are on there. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah You're the only you. insurance person on wow. there, by the way. Yeah. Great. Well, I get to do that. I own the place. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of calls, so I think a lot of them must be coming out of your office. <laughs> yeah. No, but well, you do a great job. And not only do you do a great job, obviously today we want to talk about flood insurance, but if we have more time, we'll also talk about, you know, you do all insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. Homeowners, auto. So if anyone has any questions on really any type of personal lines products, mm. you know, let me know. Yeah. 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. Larry mm-hmm. is answering the phone. We got him a pretty new uh, Boston Connect t-shirt today too. So I can't wait to see mm-hmm. him wearing that one day. Yep. <laughs> There it is. We won't tell Alyssa I brought it in for her, but I, I no, sir, I brought it in for Larry. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, and it's funny because Mark and I in the mornings, people probably don't know this, but in, a lot of times I'll say, Mark, what, give me some questions of what I need to talk about. So today he has some good questions too about mechanicals and things like that. You brought up some good points, but we'll get to all those. But what 
what do we need to know about flood insurance? Give us a little update on FEMA. Sure. I don't know what came. Yeah, what you want to talk so about first. Things are changing all the time, as you know. So Marshfield just got new maps back in March. Um, and actually, surprisingly, a lot of more people became part of the flood zones. Oh. So this, so the zones are set up as this, is B, C, and X are good zones. Those are zones that nobody requires any flood insurance. The mortgage doesn't require it. You can buy it voluntarily, but it's not required by the mortgage company. And it's cheap if you buy it voluntarily. Okay. Um, if you're in an, any type of an A zone or a V zone, those both require flood insurance. It's mandatory. And we're starting to see even the insurance carriers, the basic homeowners companies are saying, we want you to carry flood if you're in one of these zones. So it's starting to become more and more mandatory, especially on the bigger properties. Okay. So mandatory by who? Mandatory by the homeowner's carrier. Say Chubb Insurance, for example. Okay. They said, I'll write the house, but I want to see verification you carry flood. Because what happens is you end up having a claim and maybe both carriers get pulled in to the same job. Um, you know, the electrical panel got wet. Was it flood or was it, you know, wind-driven rain? So it okay. ends up being a blend. I, we had a big claim at Situate a few years ago and uh, the whole downstairs was flooded, but the whole upstairs was all wind-driven rain. So it became a mix. Half the Half the claim was paid by mm. FEMA. Half the claim was paid by the insurance carrier. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. So even if you if you if you have a waterfront property, and actually one of the things I did this morning, this is um, you can take this if you're even sure. interested. But um, this is MLS, and what I did this morning is I just did a quick search. I just did Duxbury, Situate, and Marshfield, and I did waterfront property. Mm. I just wanted to see waterfront, N- nothing close or anything like that. Waterfront, and with 62, the 62 properties that are on the market right now um, that are completely waterfront properties. So all of these people are definitely going to need. Sure, exactly. Or even if they're talking about putting an offer, you need to understand, you know, there's two things you really need to understand. You need to understand what's the rate going into it and what's the full rate going to be someday. Because what FEMA is doing now on new purchases, you can get a discounted rate, but it's going to go up. If it's your primary house, it'll increase 18% a year till it gets to full rate. So n- none of us really know what full rate is unless they get an elevation certificate. Okay. So I think if you're so, either the buyer or the seller, you got to know that going into it. Okay. So let's let's um, step back. I'm a seller. Sure. And I own one of these properties. So all of these people right here, there's 62 people between Marshfield, Situate, and Duxbury. They have their house on their market. What what steps do they need to take and how can I best educate my clients sure. when they're coming on the market? What do they need to have in place? Okay, you're the buyer, right? I'm the seller. seller I'm, I'm okay. going to work for the sellers. I'm going to be the yeah, seller's agent. The seller I want to know. This I think is you how wanna, you prepare. You want to mo- do a model beforehand with with the potential seller. You want to do a model, say, this is what it is today. This is what it is going to be down the road. And, you know, and that kind of lets the ho- lets the potential buyers know it up front. Okay. Um, if you have to wait to get an elevation certificate and put it, so you receive an offer and it's going to, you know, you need two or three weeks to get the elevation certificate, it just slows the whole process down. Okay. So similar so, to like a Title V thing. I mean, the seller exactly. isn't required to, but if they don't, they're not going to get a buyer. Right. 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 So exactly. that's how the Title V, we have to have a show on Title V again soon too. So. Where would a seller go? So if I go to see somebody, they say, we're going to be putting our house on the market in a few, what we want to win a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. I send them to, who does the site elevations? Well, first thing you want to do is just call call me or call an insurance agent and have them run the flood zone. Find out what zone it's in today. Okay. And if there's any upcoming map changes, you might want to look at that too. Call the building department at uh, these town halls, Situate Town Hall, Marshfield Town Hall. And... Yeah, and then after that, if it's in a zone, what we want to do is figure out what the rate's going to be today when the buyer buys it. And then if it's in an A or a V zone, you want to get that elevation certificate just to understand where the rates could go someday. 
Okay. Yeah. And the problem is the rules are always changing. So, you know, I have one in Coasa right now. It starts out at 2000 and it was such a negatively elevated V zone with a basement that the rate was going to go to 40000 in about 15 years. $40,000. $40,000. It was a disaster. Nobody will buy it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's wow. not even worth it, do you think? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I can. I wouldn't mind having a house just walking distance And it's to only 250000 <laughs> in coverage. It's not a lot of coverage. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the thing that I think that we need to cover as well, too, is what the coverage is and what it includes. But let's finish off this okay, with sure. a seller. So I'm a seller. I'm going to put my house on the market. First thing I do is I call you. You tell me what area or what flood, map, flood zone I'm in. So let me back up a little bit where it was the big talk, like, oh, the maps are changing, the maps are changing. Um, so they've changed, but for the worse? Some areas for the worse, some areas for the better. I think situate a lot of areas along like Egypt Beach yeah. uh, went, the zone stayed the same, but the elevation changed by one or two feet to okay. the negative. Okay. Yeah. So unfortunately it got worse. So that's over down like near Hatherley and all of that. Exactly. Right? Yep. Okay. So, mm -hmm. How many homes did that add? Well, it, a lot of them just changed the elevation, but there was also, I mean, I think, think there was, they took that, you know, the line and moved it way inland quite a bit. I don't know the exact count, but I know there's probably five or 600 homes that really got pulled into it. Yeah. So hmm. what's good though, if you're an existing homeowner and you, and you get that letter in the mail said, wow, you need to get flood insurance, there is a discount upfront doing it. So you can get for the first two years, it's typically $516. It's called a preferred rate policy. But after that, it's going to start climbing. Okay, so say, okay, you own your house outright. Sure. Oh, I, I already answered my own question in my head. And, you know, I get this letter in the mail. I don't have a mortgage on my house. I'm suddenly in this situation where I fall into the, the area. You're telling me that my insurance carrier isn't going to give me one policy without the other policy. Some of them are doing that now. Really? Which makes sense. Now, here's something, I, and I'm answering this question differently than I did a year ago. We're telling people the day you buy the house, even if you don't have a mortgage, buy a $2,000 flood policy for a couple hundred dollars because that when you buy the house, um, you, you get a much better rate in the beginning. Yeah. If you wait and then you buy it later on down the road, you go right to full rate. There's none of the subsidized rates all the way along. Yeah. So it's a huge thing. Just buy the smallest policy you can to get that placeholder in place. Yeah, you know, that's funny because I had heard something about that. Now we have, I mean, the office, you know, there's 42 agents and just a lot, everybody has something going on, you know. Mm -hmm. Actually, I should talk to you about, oh, look at me pointing at you. <laughs> I should talk to you about um, solar panels if you guys have to insure any of that stuff, but that's another story for another day. Um, with... Um, somebody had mentioned that. So what if I am a seller, though, and I don't have an, a policy on there? If I put a small policy on my house now, will that carry over to the new buyer sure. or is the new buyer separate? They can assume it. Yep. They can. They can assume it, so which, is, which is ideal. Probably better to do that yeah. then, right? 90% of the cases, you're going to want to assume the previous owner's policy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what, I mean, I was actually talking to actually one of our agents and her um, family owns a place down in Mashfield on the water. And they own it outright, so I don't know that they have flood insurance, but it would be something good for them to put a small policy yeah. on next if they ever sell it. Well, especially, too, if you knew a, a bad zone was coming up, if you buy it before the zone change, you can actually grandfather that policy. As long as you never let it lapse, you can grandfather it and pass it along to other people. And you know, oh. yeah, It becomes a real asset when you go to sell it. Yeah, so Trish, if you're listening, tell mom and dad to put the insurance policy on so when you inherit that house, you don't have to worry about big... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And her mom listens every week, too. Oh. I know she's listening. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. Um, so with the flood insurance, so now I'm the seller and I have it. 
I mean, I'm just wondering, and this might be, um, you know, our shows are now sponsored by Fairway Mortgage, which is great. Dan Mann, if he is listening, I'm just wondering, too, is this part of when people are going for a loan, you know, could this insurance could really push off their debt to income ratio? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I wonder if the if the mortgage people are future forecasting. Okay, well they're buying the house now, but it's going to increase by what eighteen percent? You said or eighteen percent a year until they get the elevation certificate to determine full rate. So what happens is, yeah, it starts out. Say we know that the flood insurance should be five thousand. They're paying two thousand now. It'll keep going up till it hits that five thousand dollar mark. But if you don't get an elevation certificate, it's just going to keep going and going and going until you break down and buy it. So, so what would why would you not bother getting the elevation certificate? Because then you would have to pay the five thousand now and not slowly. You go to full rate. To yeah, you, you, if you don't get it the day you buy the house, there's no subsidized rates. You're going to go right up to full rate on it. Oh really? Yeah. If it has the. If it has it, yeah, and you're going to need an elevation certificate when you want to buy it, and the whole th- process will be delayed. This is confusing, you know. You it know, is. like it's, I'm, it's I just messed confusing. my whole self up. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to take it by piece by piece. Help me out. I was just well. Do you, you think this is going to drive down the prices of waterfront homes? I think so. Don't yeah, you? I, you know, unless you can really explain the flood insurance, it, it, they nobody should buy a house on, on, in a flood zone in ARV. So you should really understand the numbers before going into it. Yeah, well, one of the things I'm thinking of is it will just be sort of that the haves and the haves nots, right? So maybe there are just people, you know, there there are a lot of people out there who have a lot of money and they'll be able to afford this and the insurance. And if Mm -hmm. the house lands in the Atlantic Ocean, they'll be able to afford that too, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm just hoping it doesn't land in the Pacific Ocean on this side. (laughs) You know, that would be really a bad day. Yeah, Um, but there's also a lot of things you can do. If you bring in, uh, you know, your surveyor that's coming in doing the elevation, if, if say you're in an A zone, you can put those smart vents around the foundation. You can do a lot of things to really affect the rate. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting, like we... seawalls and all that don't even have any say. You know, I could have a 20-foot seawall at the end of my property above my house. It doesn't affect the rate. It's all about the elevation. Really? Yeah. It's so, that's just, it's so, it's really bizarre to me. And what I do is I really do feel bad for, you know, I look at some of these properties, especially in Marshfield, and it's like, you know, these, you know, small cottages and things that have been, you know, passed down from, you know, family to family and stuff, just generation to generation. And now it's like you're at a point where $40,000 a year for insurance. It's crazy, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. Now I'm starting to see more and more people that want to live in the water that can't afford the 40, they're borrowing against their, you know, their... 401ks or their equity, like Merrill Lynch gives you a, you know, you can borrow against your assets. So they're figuring out creative ways to get a mortgage and not have the flood insurance. Yeah, but then if they can find an insurance company that will give them the regular coverage though, right? I mean, do you have, you don't have to have coverage on your house, right? If you don't have, no, you don't. It's, it's, but here's your biggest asset and you got liability claims. You got, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen. I know. know. Even just a small fire can cause... You know, you'd be better off with a fire than a flood. Yeah, you really were. Well, that's what happened down in New Orleans. Remember they had that flood? They were lighting it on fire, the houses, because they didn't have flood insurance. Oh, really? Yeah, when that, you know, when when was Katrina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. My goodness. So. Look at Mark. Creative. <laughs> that was very. Well, I mean, if you only guarantee $250,000 in a flood. That's right. And your house is worth a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as soon as you see the water rising, just set the thing aflame. <laughs> That's really not my lawyer. advice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. 
We're not supposed to be preaching this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we're, we're really only kidding people, uh, okay? 781-837-4900. Larry is here to answer any calls. Um, so if you would like to talk to Sean Cunning, again, from Sullivan Garrity Donnelly, about any of your insurance questions, whether it's car, aud- um, car auto, that's the same thing, car um, boats, you do boats. boats I know yep, you do that boats. That time of the year. Yep, because we got Rail Escape with you as well. So uh, you can give us a call and talk about all your insurance questions. If you have anything about houses, uh, selling or buying, you can talk to me and Mark. We'll be right back. Barbecues, parties, reunions, uninvited guests. Rid yourself of biting bugs with Ehrlich's Mosquito and Tick Control Program, a barrier between you and them that lasts for 30 days per application. Fight the bite. Call Ehrlich, formerly Watchall, your local pest control expert. 781-331-9022. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Whether you're buying your first home, moving across town, or thinking about refinancing, you owe it to yourself to speak with a trusted mortgage advisor who can provide highly personalized service through every step of the loan process. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation's Marshfield branch is a well-respected local and national lender and can help you achieve both the short-term goal of home ownership and the long-term goal of financial security for you and your family. Having originated more than $11 billion in 2015, Fairway has competitive rates and extensive product availability. For instance, you may even be eligible to receive a down payment assistance grant of up to 5% of your loan that you don't have to pay back. Seems too good to be true? Call the Fairway Marshfield branch at 781-536-4172 and ask for Daniel Mann to see if you qualify for this amazing program. Don't be scared about the home financing process. Let Dan show you that his way is the Fairway. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. Daniel Mann, NMLS 150772, Mass Branch License 338980. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a full-service insurance agency offering a wide range of financial and insurance services. At SG&D, we have access to the strongest and most respected insurance and financial markets available to meet our personal and commercial insurance needs. Since 1922, we take pride in our commitment to providing unparalleled service at competitive prices. With more than eight decades of experience and our ability to meet the complex insurance needs of today, we 
create the best solutions for our customers personally and professionally. We have convenient offices throughout Massachusetts, including Cohasset, Chatham, and Worcester. Please visit our website at sgdins.com or call 1-800-287-8501. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a proud member of the Assure Alliance Group. 50% more talk real estate, absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour, every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Don't have Cindy Ford here with me this morning, but I do have Mark McNamara filling in for her this morning, as well as Sean Cunning from Sullivan Garrity Donnelly. And we are talking about flood insurance today. Uh, so if you have any questions for us, please feel free to give us a call, 781-837-4900. So we were just talking about the different zones that people are in. But off air, we were talking about, um, you were giving us some dates. So before 1974, that was one yeah. thing we were talking about. So we were going to hit upon that. And then the private flood insurance, mm-hmm. the difference between that and FEMA. And um, you know what my bigger question, one of my questions is, is I think about the people who purchased a home and then that map just changed. What if they, what do you do if you just can't afford it? Like you're just stuck, right? I well, mean, if, if you're a current, current homeowner and it goes right to a, like say you're in an X zone, which is, you know, not bad. No and all of a sudden it just went to a V zone. Well, if you buy a policy before that zone change, yeah. you're grandfathered in an X zone forever. Oh, and oh, you can okay. pass it along. But and, why would you buy a policy if you didn't need it? Yeah, but you might know through the newspaper and through, you know, through that you that you're going to need it down the road. Pull so, that up. So buy it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that you were giving people that advice years ago, mm. weren't you? Two mm-hmm. years ago, you were saying keep an eye on it, follow yeah. it. I mean, there's so much publicity on it through the towns, and the towns are spending money fighting the map, saying you know, we don't believe that these are accurate. And yeah, so and it ended up getting worse for them, though. In some, some of them cases. got worse. Some of them got better. But you're Who right. Who got better? Uh, Certain areas of Situa got a little bit better. It, when I say better, I think the, eleva- the elevation changed. The zone did not change. Oh, okay. So if you were in a VE 22 zone, yeah. v- meaning 22 is the base flood elevation, that's how high it comes up, okay. the water in a 100-year storm. Well, th- they went to a 24 or a 25, so the, it, the elevation increased, which actually penalized them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. And it's so funny about these 100-year storms because I'm 48, just turned 48, and yeah. I think I've seen like five of them. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've we, seen 500 year storms. <laughs> yeah, we had a pretty easy winter. Yeah, you wonder what's coming this year for hurricanes. And, I know. Yeah. Oh my goodness, let's not even talk I about know, that I stuff know. yet. But um, so let's talk about the flood. Um, I know we're going to talk about that. You know, the before 1974. Do you want to mm-hmm. talk about that? Why sure. don't you explain that? Yeah, let's that? do that. It's okay, so just an, a quick summary. The maps didn't really come into this area till the mid 70s, so they call that the firm date. So it's important to know uh, is, is your house pre-firm, meaning built before the maps were put into place, or your home was post-firm. Um, post-firm houses are better because they were built with some type of building code as far as elevation. So if your house is built in compliance, say 1990, it's a brand new house in 1990, and it had to be built to current standards and current elevations for that, you can grandfather that back into what's called built in compliance. This mm-hmm. house is a built in compliance house, 1990. Even if the, nobody ever had a flood policy, we can grandfather back to that date if we can provide the map uh, okay. back to that date. So that's huge. 
Yeah, no, that's so great. That could be built in a, you know, a, a, an A zone, and today it's in a VE twenty two. Well, we can grandfather back to there if the agent knows what he's doing. What we're finding though is a lot of agents just say, nope, there's a new new zone, pay mm-hmm. the high premium. So, I've had great luck. You know, doing mm-hmm. it takes a lot, a lot of legwork. So yeah. yeah, but it's worth it. I, I don't know. That's why, honestly, when I tell you, I refer you to everybody, and <clears throat> you know, I tell people that recent, especially with this type of stuff, I was like, he really is the best of the best. Like, yeah, it's really nice. To, it's good for me to know the best of the best on the South Shore. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> yeah, it's been fun because sometimes you can save some sales and yeah. you know br- bring some you know, calmness to the transaction and say, you know, it's okay. It's a post-firm house built to compliance. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. And And you were also saying if you had a post-firm house, which was built in what, like 1950, but then you did a complete renovation in 1995. Sure. Yeah. Let's just say a pre-firm, I think you meant to say. So pre meaning before the maps were put into place. As long as if you did a major improvement, more than 50% of the value of the house, let's say the house is $1,500 square feet. Mm -hmm. So the rebuild costs at $200 would be 300,000. Say you spent more than 150 on the house in the 80s. Now it becomes built 1950, substantially improved 1980. And that that 1980, whatever date we we chose, as long as it's post-firm. Post, yeah. We can we can grandfather that back into building compliance, and that becomes your new build date. Perfect. And it brings up another point, though. If you're gonna buy a little shack on the beach and you want to put a second story on it, you got to bring the whole house into compliance. Now you can't do that. So be careful what, yeah. you know, as a buyer, if you're planning on coming in, gutting the house, and adding square footage, you could trigger that fifty percent rule. So what 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 are some of the things that you have to do now to be more compliant? Uh, I mean, ideally, if you know a zone change is coming up, it would be critical to bring that house into compliance today if if you want. Usually it means adding venting around the perimeter, um, maybe removing some lattice work if it's on pilings, and get a new elevation sh- certificate show built in compliance, and that's grandfather for the life of the house. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So do you need flood insurance at that rate? Do you need... For the ones like I, I know I've, I've done some houses down hull and yeah. you see the venting around the foundation they sure. call them uh, blowout panels or wash yeah they panels. got yeah, the panels or smart vents which are the louvered ones yes yeah. so if if those are all installed are you still considered to need flood insurance yes you still need it but the rate is substantially less okay yeah and i i know that we've done like a lot of places down hull they have to be built to a certain elevation mm-hmm. and what we do is do we take all the mechanicals and install them above that elevation yeah yeah so that's that, what they want they want it above the base flood elevation so that then you're compliant exactly okay. yeah and then mm-hmm. you know keep in mind too these zones are going to change every five ten years so you know you're taking a risk you know, if you bring it into compliance and get it done, you're fine. But if you don't, you're taking the risk on future zone changes that it could mm-hmm. really make this house uncomfortable for a future buyer. Yeah, because I was thinking about, you know, Haddad's, right, the restaurant. I mean, mm-hmm. they remember they went and they went by the the floodplain maps or whatever, the flood maps, and then it changed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they weren't high enough at that point or something, and their insurance was going to go crazy. But, I mean, that's the thing is it's like I just feel like when you go into these houses and you see that the mechanicals are off, like, just put them in the attic. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? At this yeah. point, I mean, if the if it's going to change every five years, yeah, can you do exactly. that? Just put everything in the attic, Mark? 
You can put mechanicals in the attics, yes. Yeah, yeah. so you just put everything up. I mean, you put water heaters and stuff in an attic. But I mean, what happens if one of those breaks up there? Now oh, you're... You put a pan and a drain in. Yeah. Okay. So, Sean, one of the questions I had, too, is, I mean, it's pretty obvious that you need flood insurance when we're talking about, you know, being on the ocean, close to the ocean, um, you know. But what are what about, like, rivers and streams and ponds and Absolutely. lakes? Absolutely. You yeah. really need it for all that, you too. You need it for all that. I mean, uh, even, you know, a great story I learned in one of my early flood classes was that uh, if you live near a water tower and say the water tower fell over and, and, you know, flooded out your whole neighborhood, that's flood. It's not covered by your homeowners. Wouldn't the town cover that? that no. <laughs> nope. Good, good yeah. luck. No budget. I mean, I'm sure FEMA <laughs> would come in and say, here's some low interest loans. Here you go. And let's get this, yeah. you know, rebuilt. But it's not, it's a loan. You're, you're, you're going to have to pay it back someday. Okay. Yeah. Because this is actually something we were talking, we, ju- we talk about yeah. the most random things in the office. <laughs> I mean, the, yesterday it was solar panels. To, and mm-hmm. we cannot find anybody who does installs solar panels on, we can't get anyone to come on the show with us. Really? So all we've heard is negative stories. So we're going to do a show on negative <laughs> stories of solar panels because no one, no one will come on and tell us some of the positives. <laughs> so whatever. I mean, that's their choice, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I have it open for them. 781 Uh, Larry is manning the phones. If you have any questions about insurance, we're talking about flood insurance right now, but any Mm -hmm. type of insurance that you may need for your vehicles and uh, putting things together, I I tell you, I think that um, Sean and the whole gang down there, they do such a great job. I know recently I sort of had a little bit of a nervous breakdown because um, Mark didn't tell me that you guys had talked and I got... Um, an insurance bill in and I was like, I know I paid this. Why did we get canceled? Like, why did this get canceled? (laughs) But you guys switched it up because it was less expensive for us to pile it with something else. Well, no one told me. Yeah, exactly. So I got the cancellation policy. So in general rule of thumb in our (laughs) office was... uh, if it's a more than a 10% increase, we try to market it out and see what else we can do better yeah. you know, from year to year. You know, it, it's hard to follow it every, no agent can afford to, yeah. you know, move it month to month. But if, oh, you, yeah. Yeah, but if we look at our renewal and there's more than a 10% increase, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to find a better home for it. Yeah. it it's competitive out there. You know, someone will be the cheap this year and, and you know, next oh, year yeah. you, you'll find an alternative. So. Yeah, absolutely. And it worked out you to unbundle it for you was actually, I'm sorry, to bundle it bundle for you it, was yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, last time we looked at it, it didn't make sense. Yeah. So I the know. Net, net Delta, I think, was only, you know, four or $500. Or, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's two hours of work on our end and, yeah. yeah, and you guys are wondering what's going on. And, yeah. <laughs> well, and you told Mark, and they, no yeah. one told me, so I'm like, what's going on here? So, um, but that's good though. I mean, I just yeah. it's nice for me to know, you know, that, that somebody's looking at somebody it else is looking yeah. at it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so in regard to um, you were just talking about the water tower. What this is one of the conversations that mm-hmm. came up in the office was like a swimming pool. So if your next door neighbor had a swimming pool and it collapsed exactly. and the water came into your house, you're yeah. not covered. That's considered flood. That's considered flood. And if you're Figure, the easy way to remember flood is if it's moving across the surface of the land between two lots or more than two acres, that's that's a flood claim. Okay. Flood doesn't have anything to do with seepage or sub pumps that don't keep up. or That's um, that's a whole different claim, and that's covered under homeowners. But, yeah, if, okay. you, if you have somebody with an up, above-ground pool next door and the thing lets go and washes down the trashes your finished basement next door yeah Yeah, that's a flood claim so it's a flood okay so what about okay go ahead i was gonna say wouldn't their homeowner's policy cover uh your house you can try filing a claim but my guess is if you don't have flood insurance they probably don't have flood insurance and it's not covered oh so it wouldn't cover oh so there it wouldn't cover them because they don't have flood insurance i mean you could try to pull it in as a negligence claim the thing was poorly installed and 
you know, it becomes a, a, mess. a mess. Yeah. Oh my god. And then you don't talk to your neighbor ever again. And oh yeah. Where are you going to swim in a pool anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go swimming in your pool that is now in my basement, by the way. But you know, one time I remember one of my clients actually, she called me and she was actually really upset about it because her next door neighbor was getting water in his basement. Okay. So the sub pump wasn't keeping up or something. Sure. And he took a hose out of his basement and... I don't know, I guess he was pumping the water out through this hose, but he put it on the property line and now all the water was going towards her house and towards her yeah. basement. Yep. So is that flood? No, that's not flood because that's really, a, that's a hose that's back up and sewer and drains. That's typically where that that's covered. So, you know, you get a drain issue and, and they're just draining from their basement. It's probably groundwater yeah. that, that's in there. Yeah. So that, that's a little bit different. Oh, okay. Um, you know, that's an interesting one though, because it is moving across the surface. Yeah. Drops down into your house. I mean, what's the difference between uh, water yeah. hose? I mean, just because it's coming from his sump pump? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that that's an interesting one. <laughs> that's a gray area. Yeah. That's a gray area. So no one's covering it. And yeah, yeah, I know. So what are... Um, um, I, I would look at that as a liability claim. It's negligence on the homeowner. He took a hose and pointed it at your house. Yeah. Um, that and, becomes more of a negligence issue. And then he's saying, well, I just wanted to get it away from my house, you know, yeah. but there's nowhere yeah. to put you're it. You're not allowed on. to do that. I know from experience. <laughs> <laughs> you can't can't push water to somebody else's yard. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know from experience? Why did well, you? Well, <laughs> I know too. I have a commercial property it, and our, my neighbor has a sub pump and it, it, when we have a big storm, it floods a whole parking lot oh, and no. uh, it's, it's awful. So that the building inspector came down and kind of gave him a hard time. So you can't point that at somebody <laughs> else's property. <laughs> yeah. Well, that comes up a lot. Right? You know, I'm on the zoning board in Pembroke and that would come up a lot, you know, mm -hmm. where people show up at these things because they're afraid, you know, especially when new developments come in and stuff like that. Like, well, where is the water going to go? Now you're going to just force that water towards me. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm going to digress for a second because, you know, we're talking about developments and everything, but someone, I was talking to an agent the other day and he was driving down the street and you can hear his brakes screeching and um, I was like you okay he's like yeah you know these turkeys just come out of nowhere but when we were younger there were no turkeys like why are there so many turkeys just walking around I go because there's no more land like they have no they used to be in the woods yeah, yeah good <laughs> point know? good point so uh, 781-837-4900 Larry is here to answer I'm able to pick up the phone so you, we can answer any of your questions if you have any questions comments concerns about insurance flood insurance any type of insurance that you're interested in talking to us about I know Sean also does um, insurance on commercial properties and absolutely rentals yep. right mm -hmm. because we just opened the Bridgewater office so it's funny because you knew before everybody else it was Mark knew and then my insurance person knew yeah. that I was getting another office well, make sure we're all social sure. media you're good at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and then um if you have any questions about plumbing, feel free to call us, 781-837-4900. When we come back, we're going to talk more about what is covered with flood insurance. And I'm curious about the whole wind, rain, hurricane season that might be coming towards us, I guess. Um, and we can find out what's uh, covered there as well. We'll be right back. Whether you're buying your first home, moving across town, or thinking about refinancing, you owe it to yourself to speak with a trusted mortgage advisor who can provide highly personalized service through every step of the loan process. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation's Marshfield branch is a well-respected local and national lender and can help you achieve both the short-term goal of homeownership and the long-term goal of financial security for you and your family. Having originated more than $11 billion in 2015, Fairway has competitive rates and extensive product availability. For instance, you may even be eligible to receive a down payment assistance grant of up 
to 5% of your loan that you don't have to pay back. Seems too good to be true? Call the Fairway Marshfield branch at 781-536-4172 and ask for Daniel Mann to see if you qualify for this amazing program. Don't be scared about the home financing process. Let Dan show you that his way is the Fairway. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information, rates, and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. Daniel Mann, NMLS 150772, Mass Branch License 338980. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a full-service insurance agency offering a wide range of financial and insurance services. At SG&D, we have access to the strongest and most respected insurance and financial markets available to meet our personal and commercial insurance needs. Since 1922, we take pride in our commitment to providing unparalleled service at competitive prices. With more than eight decades of experience and our ability to meet the complex insurance needs of today, we create the best solutions for our customers personally and professionally. We have convenient offices throughout Massachusetts, including Cohasset, Chatham, and Worcester. Please visit our website at sgdins.com or call 1-800-287-8501. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a proud member of the Assure Alliance Group. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have, but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. Oh, and we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. I'm the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, along with the other owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, Mark McNamara. Good morning, Mark McNamara. Good morning. Well, I'm also the owner of, I saw you make a face. I also own McNamara Plumbing. <laughs> you own everything, actually. You switch jobs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we also have Sean Cunning uh, from Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance, uh, located um, on the South Shore. They service all the local areas. Uh, they're the best of the best, in my opinion, so I I hope that you will give them a call and I'm going to look up their phone number for them as well. Um, one of the things too, I just want to, we do have a caller, but I do want to mention uh, next Tuesday night at 5 30, uh, we are going, the Pembroke Chamber of Commerce is going to, we're having a block party at Brickkiln Plaza, which nice. is where my office is. Yeah, it's fun. We did it last year and we had a really good turnout. So I'm inviting all of our listeners to come and see our office over at Brickkiln Plaza, which is 31 Scusett Street. We're right on one. 139. So uh, you can find us easily um, on 139. And we're going to do, um, um, like I said, it's 
a block party. So we're going to start at my office with cheese, cracker, wine. Then we're going to go to Long Pond Physical Therapy and have some sandwiches or something. Then we're going to go by the sea and we're going to have some more little munchies. And then we're going to go to the Curtain House and have dessert. So we're hoping that you can join us again. That's next Tuesday, 530. Um, and we welcome you at Boston Connect Real Estate. We have Joe from Marshall. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Sharon. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Oh, any better? I'd be on vacation. What can we do for you today? (laughs) I am thinking of going for a reverse mortgage, and I'm in a flood zone. Am I going to have to still keep my flood insurance? Hmm. Yeah, good question. Or are they going to assume it? I would. That's a great question for the mortgage broker. I would think that you would have to protect that investment if they're going to take a loan. Maybe not right in the beginning. It depends how much maybe you're taking on it. But I, I would put that question back to the mortgage company. Typically, I would say, yes, you're going to be required to carry it and uh-huh. maintain it. Okay. And then it brings up a good point. Do you, maybe you should have it. And if they don't require it, still get a small policy to kind of get you grandfathered in under continuous coverage. To protect myself. Yeah, protect mm-hmm. yourself. And then you could let somebody assume that policy if you're going to sell it, you know, right. even in 10, 20 years. Just buy a $2,000 flood policy. It'd probably be $250 a year. I see. Yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a small investment, actually, $250 a year in order to protect it. I think that that's actually insurance for when you want to go yeah. sell your house at one point, yeah. Joe. You know, now, that, that will be grandfathered in. This $2,000 policy, is that what you said, or 200000 No, uh, if the bank doesn't require it, you can choose the lowest amount you want. You know, okay. you, you can which, choose it down to 1000 Yeah. the amount of my mortgage. Well... It's usually two fifty is the max or the amount of the mortgage. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, if you have a, how many square feet is your house? Curious. Five thousand. Oh, you're gonna you'll be required to carry the two fifty mm-hmm. if the bank. Uh, no, right now I have the just the coverage onto my um, the mortgage that I have. The mortgage size only. Okay. Yes. Some banks will allow that. It's something that's kind of new. Um, <sighs> Well, and you, and you, if, you, if you're only buying it to satisfy the mortgage, too, you could take the deductible as high as $10,000. Okay. So a lot of people will do that just to satisfy the mortgage. But mm-hmm. I, I, I know there was an article in the paper a couple of years ago about uh, flood insurance. You only have to have it for the amount of your mortgage. Hmm. Well, I think that every bank is probably... And, and I called up my insurance company, and they said, oh, yeah, that's a brand new law. And they... They changed my policy over, reduced it, and yeah, it cost yeah. me less money. Uh, it's kind of interesting. We don't bump into it too often because not a lot of people at a 5,000-square-foot house on the water don't, don't have, have a mortgage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really good news, Joe. Um, yeah. I, it's really lend, it's lender-specific. That's what I'd leave it at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And to Joe, I'm not sure if you've already gone through the process, but I know um, if you don't know, if you listen to us every week, that uh, Fairway Mortgage, Daniel Mann um, and Eric Thurbine over there, they are our sponsors of our show. And I know that Eric um, just did some extra training on the reverse mortgage. So if you haven't talked to anybody about that yet, I know that they're really good guys over there at Fairway Mortgage. I'd be more than happy to get you the number. That'd be fine. I'd like that number, yes. Perfect. So why don't you leave your phone number with Larry, and I will uh, get that information over to you after the show. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for listening. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. 
So that was Joe from Marshfield. And then one of my other favorite people is on the line. And yeah. I actually sent him an email the other day. So everybody knows um, our state representative here for uh, Marshfield and Situate, right? Mm-hmm. Jim, That's right. Jim Cantwell, good morning. Good, good morning, Sharon. Thanks for having me on. And I got your email. I'm sorry, it's such a busy, busy morning, but I was pleased to... Uh, know you always bring such great attention to all things that relate to real estate and yes. to give a, a quick uh, few minutes update about uh, things that are going on at least for uh, regulations by the way joe is right the gentleman who just called uh is correct that we there is legislation that we passed that i, I co-authored to allow people uh to ensure solely the level of their mortgage uh it is similar to a reverse mortgage it's not right for everybody and I always want to caution people, you really need to be probably far enough in that, that you don't expect you're going to have a claim because, you know, if there is a significant loss, uh, we want to make sure people are protected. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, let me just uh, sort of clarify that. So if somebody had a $500,000 house, but they only had a $50,000 mortgage, they would only have to get insurance to cover that $50,000 mortgage? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, and by the way, just to show the value of People participating. This is the thing I always like to stress: is that that came. I call it the Carol Missioner Law because that came out of a young a woman here in Marshfield uh, who came to my office hours and said, "Look, I've lived at my home for 42 years. I have a really modest mortgage of it was like ten thousand dollars. She'd been paying it down, uh, but she was being required to carry two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of flood insurance. It was uh, as the rates kept going up, it was going to threaten her being able to stay in her home." And uh, I filed uh, with uh, the Speaker of the House uh, legislation that um, has passed, it passed two years ago, to allow people the option of doing solely covering their mortgage. But again, we always stress, and it's in big letters throughout the application process, you have to be very careful. Um, mm-hmm. Even indeed, for a lot of folks, if, if, uh, if I owned, as Joe does, a 5,000-square-foot home right on the ocean, I'd be looking for ways to, to get additional insurance beyond yeah, yeah, the, the 250. Yeah, good but, point. But, but, Sharon, the one thing I say, and you and I have been on, and I appreciate you bringing me on the show, because the story of flood insurance, both the law and the maps, uh, it's a story of how people here in Marshfield and Situate, uh, in Dix- Duxbury, that is, uh, South Shore folks, we, we changed federal law, and it was a whole bunch of people getting very active. Uh, it's one of my favorite examples of where people can make a difference. Uh, because our two little towns, there's an act that you guys all know, and I'm sorry, I'm just, just tuning in the last couple of minutes, so you may have already talked about. First, there are two things in this discussion. One is the law that I touch on really quickly, and then the other is the maps, which, uh, Sharon, from your email, I think is what you wanted to touch upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, is okay, do you, have, do you have like two or three minutes? Or yeah, right? a couple want... minutes would be great on that, okay. too, because I know Sean did talk to us, and we, what we heard is that the maps changed, but not for the better for a lot of people, especially down in Situate. Yeah, and, and we're still in, in the process. So, well, so let, let me let me talk about the law first, and then I'll go much into the maps. And very quickly, the law in 2013, uh, the federal government passed a, a law called Bigger Waters that took effect in 2013. And you may have already just said the the low points is for someone in real estate, it, it created an immediate sales trigger that said the minute you sell a home, the people coming in must buy the be the highest level, the actuarial rates for flood insurance with no form of subsidy or no, no assistance. Uh, that was an incredible low point. That was going to freeze all real estate activity. Mm-hmm. Another low point is it required increases of 25% each year in people's flood insurance until uh, it would hit what they said was the actuarial rate, which is what the rate would be out on the free, uh, free market. 
Uh, and third, <clears throat> it eliminated grandfathering. So uh, people who had pre-firm structures, that, uh, or more importantly, people who had insurance, who when they wanted to sell their home, they wanted to pass on their uh, insurance, they were told they couldn't. So here, I'm so proud of our two little towns, Marshfield and Situate. I flew back and forth to D.C. We had a whole bunch of forums. Sharon, you were at a mm-hmm. few of them. I remember mm-hmm. you speaking to them that uh, we, through our lobbying, there a new act passed Congress that, number one, it eliminated that sales trigger, as you know. So uh, when people, when you do sell a home, you don't immediately go to the highest actuarial rate. Indeed, it reinstated uh, the fact that people can pass on whatever insurance coverage they have to the next buyer. Uh, we put a cap on increases of what the flood insurance could go to. Uh, those caps, unfortunately, still, they can be quite expensive, but it could be as low as 5% as high as 18% uh, in the rate itself. Uh, and most importantly, for people like uh, Haddad's, you guys, how many of you aren't listening here have gone to Haddad's yeah. restaurant? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they, they did everything right back in 2013. They, they uh, moved the structure back. They elevated it. Uh, they went uh, be- two feet beyond what FEMA was requiring at that time so they could be out of the flood elevation. And then six months later, FEMA said, hey, we're redoing maps. Uh, you're indeed going to have to be at elevation 16 now, so you're going to have a bill of $25,000. Um, the new law allows anyone who built a home in compliance with then requirements would, would be grandfathered at least at that flood elevation. So that's the law, and, and that's where people in our towns, listeners for WATD should be so proud because your show, Sharon, and, and others brought so much attention and we were able to make changes. Mm-hmm. Um, your show today, I know he's talking about the maps. Here's the update uh, is... Uh, the maps right now, uh, we just had what's called a letter of final determination that was issued by FEMA uh, earlier this week. Uh, and that gives each of our towns uh, 90 days to make a vote at town meeting to accept the maps. Um, procedurally, so people should know again, uh, our townspeople made a big difference because these maps came out. It was a double whammy. We had the new law and new maps that came out in 2013. Uh, those maps, Sharon, as you know, we we appealed because uh, through the off the efforts of uh, Bill Keating to prove that the maps were based upon a scientific analysis using the Pacific case model uh, for wave analysis as opposed to the East Coast. Uh, they used the wrong base flood elevation levels. Uh, it, it really, um, frankly, the, the new maps were, were just awful. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and it, it put so many people through such an emotional state that uh, it's one of the, the things I was most angry with, uh, with the folks who kind of rushed the process. Uh, but since those maps we appealed, we, we actually hand-delivered the appeal to a gentleman named Paul Ford, who is the regional administrator. The good news is, just from those maps, we were the first, I think, in the country to have a scientific review panel assembled to look at the maps. Um, and five scientists, Marshall and Situate, each picked two. So, um, and that second set of maps that came out, as a result of, of our appeals, 400 homes in Marshfield have dropped out of the maps in Situate, uh, this a huge section of Situate that, that actually uh, benefited. The sad part was, it, out in Lighthouse Point, uh, it got worse in the yeah. second set of maps. Uh, so what do we do? Again, we, we didn't appeal, but we uh, filed comments. They have uh, changed the way they did elevation in the second set of maps out at Oceanside Drive uh, and Lighthouse Point uh, Road. Um, so the, the, the second set of maps are better, uh, but they're still not perfect. And I want people to know that, that um, what we're, we had a face-to-face meeting just uh, three weeks ago with all of our, our town officials from Marshall, Duxbury, Situate. Uh, we met with Paul Ford and FEMA. Um, 
we, we know that, that there are further corrections that need to be made. Uh, what we intend to have done from the towns is what's called a letter of map revision. Um, there, there is work through the Woods Hole Group being done as we speak. Uh, so this fall, people are going to be asked to, to vote these maps that are not yet perfect but uh, are moving in the right direction. And then, uh, and then to have maps perfected uh, shortly thereafter. And then, so the voting is going to be happening. I don't know what is banging. Do you know what that banging is, Larry? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so the the town meeting. You have a town meeting this week. Is that going to come up this week, where the, everybody has to vote on that, or? Um, it's not this week. The town meetings will be this fall. Oh, this fall. Okay. Yeah, so, so that they have each of our towns do fall fall town meeting. So. Um, it will be, um, in Marshall's case, is typically October. Mm-hmm. Uh, Situate is, is also usually around October. Yeah. So at that time, uh, each of the towns, it's it's a change to, to local zoning. Yeah. So, um, and, and we want to stress to folks, even though I've been loudly complaining that I thought the maps uh, were, were ludicrous from the beginning when they first came out, there have been improvements, um, and we uh, are... On one hand, I want to make sure mm-hmm. everybody in my towns, if they could experience a loss, I want scientifically accurate maps that show them that they could be uh, having some jeopardy and then and to get the, the most mm-hmm. inexpensive insurance they can. Perfect. Um, but if, for other people, if they don't need the insurance, we want to make sure they don't have to get it at all. Absolutely. Well, Jim, thank you so much. Again, this was State Representative uh, Jim Cantwell, who joined us last minute here, and I'm really grateful for you doing that. Just sent you a quick email. People can get in touch with you easily online. You're very Googleable, uh, Mr. Jim Cantwell. So thank you for joining us. And Jim, if you've never met Sean Cunning, he's the best of the best when it comes to this insurance. So you guys should meet one day. Uh, Again, that's Sean Cunning from Sullivan Garrity Donnelly. You can reach him at 781-383-8505. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. BostonConnect.com. Bye-bye.